Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. We have on the line with us Andrew Giuliani. Andrew, what's going on? Well, great to talk to you guys. How are you doing today? Fantastic. So I understand you are not happy with this new SUNY requirement. Tell me what it is and why you don't like it. No, I'm not happy at all. There's a uh, diversity, equity, inclusion, and social justice requirement that is now mandatory for all freshmen. So we're not just talking about those who are planning to major in critical theory. And uh, you can see what I did with the critical theory there, which we know is Marxist in its, uh, in its background. They're not too far of a stretch from critical theory to critical race theory, as we've seen before. But this is for anybody who's going into pre-med, anybody who's going into engineering. Uh, so it's not just those who are getting a Bachelor's of Arts, but those who are also getting Bachelor's of Science. Science. Some of our best doctors who are going to be graduating uh, SUNYs, uh, unfortunately, are going to have to uh, learn this course. And it's going to be mandatory for freshmen coming in starting next year. So our 64 SUNY schools at once, I'd say, one of the gold standards of colleges uh, across the of public universities across the country. Unfortunately, it's falling ill to uh, what we're seeing, which is this uh, very progressive push uh, hey, in Andrew, big education. And this is Pete King. You know, one thing I think all parties can agree on, that the state university system in New York is phenomenal. It's uh, at such a high level. To risk screwing it up because of this exotic theory, as you say, more of a Marxist theory, to me is absolute malpractice. It's disgraceful. So thanks for really you know, developing this issue and talking about it. Even if I am tired of talking to you, I, I wake up this morning on the radio with you. Now tonight I'm on the radio with you. You're everywhere. Andrew, it's Richard Weinberg. I'm not tired of talking to you. Let me, let me ask you this question. Why isn't this being called out for what it is in truth? It's indoctrination. Why doesn't people tell the truth that this is indoctrination of our kids well andrew is so yeah well, <laughs> well as we as we know and, and to use a uh, analogy that we used in a few weeks here with the big game with the super bowl coming up uh most of the media is the lead blockers if you will for i think so many of these radical theories and so because of that a lot of times this is just gets swept under the rug and you use big good words i should say like diversity who doesn't believe in diversity or the idea of inclusion but when you put diversity equity not equality by the way which is certainly something that i can be, get behind but equity which is equal outcomes not equal opportunity uh then you have to look beyond what actually the title you're is. right you, you know you, people equal. don't think about that equal outcomes in other words uh, everybody wants to give everybody a fair chance but when you're guaranteeing equal outcomes, that's why it's Marxist. That's that's wrong. That's exactly right. And it's and it's one of these things where I think we've seen more and more parents get involved in their kids' education. We're actually obviously talking about higher education now, but we've seen this seep not just from the college level, uh, but really into grade schools. And uh, and I think it's why more and more parents have gotten involved in their kids' education. If there's something 
good that's come out of this pandemic over the last three years. It's the fact that more parents got really a very close view of their children's curriculum. And I think it's one of those reasons why you're seeing more and more kids that are looking at charter schools, at private schools, parochials, yeshiva schools as potential options uh, because they don't want their kids. So many parents don't want their kids uh, learning this radical theory. Well, you know, I I went to some of the Catholic schools, uh, the high schools in in uh, Staten Island uh, last week, and they have a graduation rate at high schools of ninety eight, ninety nine percent. I hate to see what our public schools are. Uh, well, some of some math is not required anymore, so I'm not sure if ninety eight or ninety nine percent graduation rate is good, but it <laughs> sounded good by your tone. So I'll assume that. That's I, I'll good. tell you, uh, Andrew. Tell us uh, what you hear about Albany. Uh, I think we got a mess on our hands there. Uh, the decision is trying to be made. Who's really going to be governor? Is going to be the state senators going to run run the state, or the governor is going to run the state? Uh, give us your evaluation of what you hear. Sure. Well, we saw the legislature win round one uh, with the LaSalle hearing. I think round two and probably the most important round here is going to be this showdown over the $227 billion budget. Uh, I wasn't too happy with much of the proposal, but I will say there was one thing where I had a little bit of hope hope in what Kathy Hochul was talking about. It was the idea of charter schools and raising the regional cap on charter schools. So in New York City, we have a cap of 270 charter schools. That's really arbitrary because we've hit that cap aside from the couple of zombie schools. There are only about 11 of those 270 schools that have failed. That's a pretty high success rate when you're talking about 96%. What Hochul did was she lifted the regional caps, which will allow New York City to get another 85 charter schools. You know the legislature, you know the teachers' unions are going to be pushing hard against that. So that showdown over the next two and a half months, I think really is going to dictate the answer to your question, John, which is, is it the legislature that's running this state, or is it Kathy Hochul? We'll find out in the next couple of months. So just to play devil's advocate with this whole back to the DEI thing at SUNY, uh, you know, what is so bad about teaching diversity and inclusion? Because uh, people, you know, it's sort of like the way the Grieving Families Act was named. It's how can you be against such a thing? Uh, it seems that it may just to play devil's advocate. Maybe this is just a good way to round out a person's education, no matter what field they go into. It's indoctrination, but with clever marketing, Laura. Well, and what do you I say, Andrew? Yeah, I would say it's great marketing, and that's exactly kind of the words that I was going to use there, Judge, in terms of, uh, of course, I believe in a, the idea of diversity. Of course, I believe in the idea of inclusion. You didn't say equity there, though, and I think that's one of the major problems. Yeah, I think that's a this. hashtag problematic word. I think so, too. And I think, you know, it's surprising because I think the Democratic Party has done such a good job of marketing this. I'm surprised they slipped on the equity part. Now, I did see over the coming over the last few weeks that the NFL was pushing the equity idea. You could see it on some of the sweatshirts on the sidelines where they were pushing equity and social justice. So it is getting more and more in the pop culture, in the mainstream. Uh, but this is certainly something that uh, I think it's not too far removed from critical theory and from Marxism directly. If you look at, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's right out of the Communist Manifesto. You only need to add race. If we'll talk about problems with the middle world, middle word in there, you only have to add race and you're right at the Communist Manifesto. Andrew, should the governor speak out on this? I think so, but I think this is probably something that she's going to take a pass on, uh, Congressman. I, I, uh, you probably know it as well as I do that she's going to 
pick her battles. And, and considering she's wounded on her first battle, uh, I don't think this is a battle that she wants to take up at this point. Uh, it might even be something that she believes in. I'm not even sure, to be perfectly honest. She, sir, I haven't heard her uh, speak out against it uh, before, so I don't really even know where she stands on this. I, I would venture to think uh, that she is supportive, but uh, I'm not 100% certain. Well, Andrew Giuliani, you're working a double shift today. You're on Bernie and Sid all morning. You're on Cats at Night at Night. Bookends again. Uh, bookends. And thank you so much for speaking out. And uh, uh, God bless you. And um, we'll talk to you again real soon. And we'll see you again at McDonald's. It's great to be part of the WABC family. I've seen Peter King way too much. I certainly hope I don't dream about him. <laughs> wow. Thank you. That could be spicy. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.